Hey, hey, just wanted to jump on in here real quick and let you know that the ladies kicking ass happy hours are about to come back. That's right. This November, we'll be starting the local ladies kicking ass happy hours right here in Gilbert, Arizona. So mark your calendars for November 16th from 4 to 7 p.m. And we'll drop more information as we get closer to the date. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, hey, ladies. Today is going to be a special treat. We have the amazing women from Fit Foodie Chicks here with us on the podcast today talking about creating a successful business through passion and balance, setting clear expectations in business partnerships, the importance of having the right attitude and being resourceful in order to build the business of your dreams. And then we jump into everything that they do within their organization about customized coaching for sustainable results. Not restricting yourself, but enjoying all kinds of foods, not being afraid to fail, and inspiration over intimidation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our incredible guests, Kristen and Jackie from Fit Foodie Chicks. Welcome to the Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast, where we raise our voices and honor the badass achievements of women in the service industry. Get ready for empowering conversations, inspiring stories, and a whole lot of ass-kicking energy. Join us as we redefine what it means to be bold, fearless, and unapologetically YOU, babe. This is your platform, your community, and your source of inspiration. So buckle up, get ready to rock and roll, and let's show this world just how much we can accomplish. Welcome to the Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Ladies Kicking Ass. I'm so incredibly excited to be able to introduce you to my two guests today. This is fun. We haven't done one with two guests on the same screen before, so this is going to be a lot of fun today. They've set it up beautifully. We can see them perfectly. So Kristen Blumetti and Jackie Lawrence are two busy moms who love food and fitness and are the creators of a company called Fit Foodie Chip. Like, how can you not love it off of just that right there? Because if you're a foodie, then <laughs> these ladies are for you. They have found a way to get through the crazy life while staying fit and without giving up all the foods that they love. I love in your bio that you talk about that you love teaching group fitness classes and that you both love coffee, wine, and chocolate, which I think are my three main food groups most days. <laughs> Selfishly, I need your advice a lot here too. Kristen and Jackie have been great friends for over a decade and together have over 40 years of experience in this. So I have known Jackie for a while. Um, she used to do my eyelashes. With, so we've spent a lot of time talking through those conversations before and the transformation that I've seen from you is absolutely beautiful. You've done some really awesome things. And just the before and after pictures that I've seen of you too, Kristen, really a testament for what you guys are doing here. It's really awesome. So we'll jump into all of that stuff. I know that you also mentioned in your bio that both of you have kind of had an unhealthy relationship with what food and dieting and fitness and nutrition looks like. And I know a lot of women can relate to this. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to be really honest with us today and share some of those really awesome stories. So 
why don't you give us a brief introduction on how you guys got together and why you decided to create Fit Foodie Chicks together? All right. Well, this is like one of my favorite things to talk about because it, it does stem from a past relationship that we both had over our own experiences with trying to lose weight and be fit, even working in the fitness industry. We struggled with it. And so about three years ago, approximately, I was done. I was frustrated and I was done dieting. I was done trying to do all the crazy diets. I've done them all. I've lost weight, but gained it all back, doing all the crazy workouts and just decided I can't live my life like this anymore. And I got to start eating normal food. So I had found a recipe company that produced recipes that were normal foods, but they had, I struggled getting protein in and I started just making these recipes. Now, keep in mind, we have been friends for a really long time and I need to cook and she knows that I loathe cooking. And so, but then I started losing weight. And so of course, Kristen says, what are you doing? And I said, I'm cooking. And she's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> and I showed her what I was doing. And Kristen will tell you for sure, she was a hardcore keto girl at the time, but decided that what I was eating was appealing and she loves to cook, loves to cook. So she came on board, starting doing the recipe that we were purchasing from another company. And then one day, one day, because Kristen started getting the results and loving it. And then she's like, I, she started tweaking the recipes. And then she's like, why am I doing that? Using somebody else's recipes. I can do this myself. And that's when I said, well, you should. And then I'm like, because people keep asking me to help them once, because I was helping, you know, people sharing the recipe and they'd say, can you help me with the weight loss? Like how many calories should I be taking? I have a 30 plus year background in fitness. I have a degree. I have gazillion certifications. So I'm qualified to help people and nutrition certified. So I was doing that on the side. And, but I was using somebody else's recipe. So I'm like, what? You create the recipes and I'll do the coaching and help people and like, want to start a business together? And she's like, yeah. And so we're like, no, let's just test it out. And so we created this group on Facebook and we're like, we'll see if we can get like 10 people. And I think how many did it? Like almost a hundred, a hundred sub last week. And so that's when we realized we have something here that we really could help. And so it evolved into, we created our own recipe subscription business. I created the coaching side of it. We developed an app and now it's grown into this. I get the chill talking about it and got into this full blown business. We hired our first employee. And so that's how it's starting. That is awesome. Those are the best stories to tell too. Like you can just see it on your face, how excited you are about what you've been able to accomplish. Because sometimes I'd love to hear from both of you on this. Sometimes you you're like, like, this is so simple. Like, doesn't everybody like know how to do this? Because it's like something that you're continuously doing in your own days. You know, like even Chris and you like making the recipes and, you know, you have the nutrition side of things too, Jackie. And it's like, you think if we can get 10 people together. And then you see the numbers of how many people actually need that. It's a beautiful thing to be able to see what you've been able to create with that and how excited you are for what you've been able to do. What do you think is something that like you kind of went into starting the business that you were kind of doubtful that you'd be able to do, but you're like super surprised, like, oh my gosh, we're actually doing it. 
Well, I'll say initially, because initially, like Jackie said, it all started with the recipes, with the food. It all comes down to food for us. We love seafood, and it's all about the food. And really, that's where you're going to get the results that most of our clients are looking for is when they focus on the food. But for me personally, it was when we decided to incorporate the coaching. Like Jackie said, we realized there was the need. Like she said, people were asking us for help more than just the recipes because the recipes are great. But without the blueprint of, okay, now how do I fit these recipes into a plan that's going to get me the result that I desire for my lifestyle, my goals, and, you know, everybody's different. And I was adamantly against coaching. I was like, nope, I did not sign up for a coaching business. I just want to cook. I just want to make recipes. That's all I want to do. And I think that's part of the reason why our partnership works so good is that we learn from each other. We bounce. We talk through things. And... Jack can help to be see the need, first of all. And then we agreed on, you know, the way that we've managed our partnership where she takes, she's taken on most of the role of coaching, but I still have my hands in it. I definitely do all the rest in creation, but I'm pretty proud of this build right here. She's come up with a couple of things that she's learned a lot in the kitchen. For me, the fact that we've been able to grow into a coaching business that's been really successful and way more rewarding than I could have even ever imagined. Every week I was just saying how excited I get every week to read the the feedback from our clients every week and how they're feeling and the successes that they're having every week and how we're really able to change their lives with something that we love, with food. Yes. And isn't it just like such a more pleasurable thing every day to be able to do stuff? One, that you know you're making an impact with, but two, it's like the shit that you love to do all the time. So it doesn't like... Does it feel like you're actually working when you're doing all this stuff? Or is it just kind of like, it's like, I was just on a conversation with somebody before this that was talking about how like her cooking business is her soul food. Like that's her soul fuel, her soul food. Like she's like, I can't believe I get paid to do this. And I'm like, it's incredible the opportunities that are out there. So I'd love to hear like, is it, a, is it ever a struggle thing for you guys with your business or do you just like you really are truly in it with your whole being and you just love what you're doing well I think it's a struggle just because we have families too you know if we if you put us on a deserted island we would be a pep and as long as we don't have to take care of anybody and all we had to do is focus on our business that sounds like we talk about that a lot like we want to take a work vacation because we love working we love helping our clients creating content credit educating people but we do love our family. And so, you know, creating some balance. And we actually, to be, to be honest, we sat down one day and decided, let's write out our hours and force ourselves not to work. <laughs> so we, we actually write down and say, we pop off. We, we also talk about how when someone's out of town, how to help each other out to like, enjoy your vacation. I'm not going to message you, even though we want to talk to each other. But we know how important it is to spend undivided attention with our family as well. So we have boundaries within our business, within ourselves as friends too, and we honor them. Yes. That that can be a very difficult thing too, is when you're working with your friend in a business, that your friendship doesn't now just turn into business all the time. Do you do you guys ever struggle with that? Or are you just like totally cool that you're just both so into this business that or you've been able to find the balance with those things? I feel like it's only an answer friendship. Yeah. I mean, it it's a good mix. You know, we talk about life and families and and business kind of intertwined. It it had that hard hasn't seems to be a struggle, at least for me. No, I joke all the time, but it really isn't a joke, but 
this might be a little bit outside the box for a lot of people, but I look at my relationships sometimes as businesses. So, and I want to have like my marriage is a business. I signed an agreement with him and I want to work on it and I want to make it stronger and I want to, to grow. So she's my work wife. <laughs> and so I, I, I think that's really important. You had mentioned about, you know, going into business with somebody, you need somebody that you're aligned with in terms of what your expectations are and someone you wholeheartedly could trust and someone you can have hard conversations with and say, I don't like this or I don't like how you're doing this, but also being on a receiving and say, okay, let's discuss it because I don't want you to feel that way. How can let's come up with a, a solution? And I think that that's what's helped strengthen our relationship. Yeah, I, I would agree. There's been many conversations where if I would have had the same conversation with another friend, feelings would have been hurt, probably, you know, wouldn't have talked to each other for weeks, but we, we just understand that it, you know, we all have, we have the same goal in the end and whatever issue we're not agreeing with in the moment, we'll figure it out because we know our goal in the end is the same. So we don't get stuck in those emotions. That's awesome. Did you guys set that expectation from the beginning or is that just something that has kind of budded from your friendship? Because I know I've went into business with friends before and they have not ended up so pretty because it was like you were just describing like, I need to have a conversation with you and this is where we need to be at. Or there was issues with something that's going on. Sometimes with business partnerships, they're like, I'm doing more than you or back and forth and these kind of bickering things like that, that even with really good friends, you can see that happen or like spouses that get into business. I work, my husband works with my business. It's not always a pretty conversation at the end of the day, you know, like it's, it's my, my question for you is, do you set, would you, if friends were getting together, I can't even talk. I've got a million things going through my head. If you, if friends were getting together and they're like, we're going to start this business, what conversations would you suggest that they have up front so that they can have a great partnership and go towards the goal? Well, I've owned other businesses before. So when we decided to do this, I said, we're not going to do this as we're just friends. We're going to do this for fun. And like, we're going to treat this like a business. So I, we drew up legal documents and we signed legal documents. So we went in as professionals, like this is an institution that we are abiding by and are going to honor. And I think that you have to lead that way. You have to treat it like a business and have hard conversations up front. Money. You need to talk about where the money's going, how the money's going to be spent, how are you going to pay each other. We try to define, you know, what our role is in each area of the business, yet at the same time support each other and each other's roles. So it's, I think it's having those open conversations. And I think because we did that from the beginning, it allowed us to be a little bit more stern with each other. And when I say stern, when you're having feelings of uneasiness, Kristen will have message saying, this doesn't make me feel good. And that's, that's a big deal to me, you know, instead of taking it personal, if it's especially if it's something I created, like this is a partnership. So she, and I, and the success of the business depends on the two people and whoever you've got in there heading in the same direction. If you've got one person feeling uneasy, they're not going to be working on the business in the best interests moving forward. And I think, I think through being able to recognize, like we've worked together in several other businesses. She owned gyms. I managed under her for gyms. We've also just been aligned in the same businesses, not necessarily working for each other, with each other, but doing the same thing in different businesses. So we had a lot of experience 
with how each other ran our own businesses. So I would say definitely don't jump into anything unless you've had that experience with them and you can really know and understand how your partner or your friend handles themselves in a professional situation. And then also being not not being afraid to say, I don't think this would be a good partnership. Yeah. Work ethic, huge. I already knew her work ethic, which made it like we're aligned in the same work ethic. So that could be a challenge if you have somebody that doesn't have the same work ethic. <laughs> yes. We were, I, my husband and I were talking about that before. I was like, you know what? When we used to hire employees, it was always like, if you have the right attitude, we can train you to do you know, whatever we need to do at our business. And then it was like, if you can't be resourceful and have good work ethic and a good attitude, we just keep adding <laughs> because it really is one of those things. You can have a great attitude and just like sit on your ass when I'm not at the office watching you, or you can be resourceful and you can be figuring out things without me having to be there doing those things. So finding that in a business partnership is incredibly important. I got advice once before that was like, if you are going into business with a friend and they don't want to sign legal documents, think about that just like you had a whole bunch of money and you're getting married and someone doesn't want to sign a prenup. It's because they've got some intentions of not not hauling their weight or taking your stuff. <laughs> so it's it sounds like people get really emotional around things like that. And what I just really want to like prove to women that if you are going into business with the right partners that should not be an emotional crisis between the two of you whatsoever because you're both going into it with hard work ethic and pure intentions of helping make each other better and building a business. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. I would love to learn with now having this business as a partnership, like do you guys have like determined times that you get together and work together on stuff? Do you work pretty separate from each other because you're handling different parts of the business? And how do you juggle all that between kids and your families? That, that's a loaded question. All of that. <laughs> In general, day-to-day -day functions of the business, we work separate. I mean, my main focus is creating a recipe. So I'm at my house testing recipes, writing recipes, researching recipes, entering macros into the computer. She writes the workout programs and kind of handles most of the app back office, the sick sheet of all the sales. Thank God, she's great at it. <laughs> I don't love it, but I will do it if I have to. But we do, We like she said, we have very defined walls. So we pretty much work independently for the most part. But we do have monthly meetings uh, where we get together and discuss, you know, specific things that we know we're working on and check in with each other on where we're at with those projects. But we also talk every day, all day. We use a video chat after Marco Polo and we're Marco Poloing each other several times a day. So it, it's constant, but... You know, like, yeah, we do try to set those boundaries. We tell each other when we're like, okay, we're signing off. That's awesome. That is awesome. So with what you guys are doing with this business, it incorporates nutritional coaching and it, it also incorporates fitness exer exercises through your app. And also I heard you talk about macros in here a couple of times, which I'm sure anybody that's looking into anything nutrition hears about it. And I hear about it and I have no idea what the hell anybody is talking about because they just say, I'm counting my macros. You're like, what the hell are you counting? Is that calories? Is that like 
Like, how fast are you running? Like, I don't know what this is. So why don't you guys kind of break it down a little bit for us if people are interested in learning about, like, what is the Fit Foodie Chicks program that you guys have put together where people can still enjoy eating, like, normal foods with their families and not feel deprived all the time, but that you come out having awesome bodies out of this whole thing like the transformation i haven't seen a lot of yours Kristen, but i've followed jackie since we worked together in eyelash stuff and i'm like what the hell is she doing because i need that in my life because your transformation has been beautiful so i would love to give you guys the floor and just kind of explain what is the whole program well i'll tell you that there are several facets of our program because not one individual is like so everybody's needs are going to be different. So we do have a recipe subscription business only. They are macro-friendly meat. Macro stands for macronutrient. Calories are made up of macronutrients. The three main macronutrients that most people track are carbohydrates, protein, and fat. So that's when someone says, I'm counting my macros, that's what they mean by that. And a lot of times when you are trying to counter macros, it can be quite cumbersome to do that in whatever tracking device you're using. So we have a simplified method that we teach people how to do it and also provide recipes that are preloaded in MyFitnessPal, because that's universally the biggest platform that most people use. So it simplifies tracking and it makes it faster and easier. By the way, the recipes, this needs to be noted because remember, I hate cooking. So part of the partnership is a lot of times the recipes in the very beginning, the recipes would come across my plate first and I would look at them and say, there are 10 too many ingredients. I'll never make it. Or I don't even know what zesty. So I've learned a lot, but so, but it was helpful for Kristen when she's writing them. So now when she writes them, they are meant so that my teenagers to make these recipes. They are so simplified but they also are tested on the teenagers just so you know. They have to be delicious. They cannot taste like diet food. We, she tests them out actually at her husband and her son most of the time. And then of course my kids are in my family. So for a lot of people out there, they're just needing ideas where they can make delicious food that they can feed their family, yet it helps them meet their macro goals. So that alone is offered. It's 10 bucks. So a lot of people, it's very affordable. And that's what instilled, that's what helped me lose 20 pounds and move off 18 pounds doing it. From there, sometimes people are like, well, I've got the recipes. What, how do I know how many calories? So we also have a plan where you can get a custom capsule. You fill out a questionnaire and it's actually custom to you based on your goals, your lifestyle, your job. Are you exercising, et cetera? And then to get a whole PDF guide on how to do it and how to simplify it. Because nobody wants to spend their day in their phone trying to trap all their food. We said, yes, doing math. We show you how to simplify that. So that is another addition that you could add in. Then there are some people who just need more than that. Mostly they need accountability. They also need something more customized to them. So what happens in society most of the time, you're scrolling social media, you see an ad on TV, and you're like, I'm going to try that program out. And you're fitting your life into somebody else's program. And most of the time, people fail at it because it doesn't suit their lifestyle or the things that they love. Or they do it for a short term and then they gain all the weight back because it doesn't suit the life that they want to live. So our 
coaching is very custom. Each individual, we deep dive into their lifestyle. What are their favorite foods? So we're going to make sure you get those foods regularly. You like alcohol? Excellent. You're going to be able to drink alcohol and still get to your bowl. So as we work together, it's either monthly or weekly coaching. We are constantly manipulating your plan based on getting them results, but it's more than that. It's based on their emotion. When they check in with us, it's not just this is how much I weigh and this is what I did for my workouts. It's did you sleep? How do you feel? Or do you have a lot of energy? How, what were your wins? Please tell me what were you struggling with? And that's where we're constantly manipulating and adapting their program. So at the end of it, most walk away saying, I don't feel like I'm on a plan. I can't believe I'm eating this much food and I can't believe I'm getting this kind of results. That is incredible. Absolutely incredible. What do you think like are some of the biggest problems that women come to you with? Like my question is like on the nutrition side, that was a really broad question. I'm so sorry. You're probably like, well, let me start my <laughs> my soapbox here. But like what are... The audience of Ladies Kicking Ass is a lot of entrepreneurial moms. So they're working their ass off all day. They come home. I'm talking for me too. And then I've got all these littles that are hungry. Some of them are very picky. And then my husband's serving too. And you're like, great, I'm going to make these foods. And I'm on like this diet. I'm air quoting if you're not watching this plan. And you want to make like grilled chicken and vegetables. And they're like, great, what are we going to eat? Like, what do you think are some of the things that women come to you with struggles that is very consistent? Is it time? Is it my family doesn't like the kinds of foods that I cook? Like, I don't have time for exercise. Like, what are their biggest problems? Yeah, and I would say probably the the making two separate meals is huge. And that's another reason, huge reason the recipes are great because they are macro friendly and family friendly and they don't taste like diet food. So gone are the days that you're making grilled chicken and vegetables for you, five other things for this, you know, you're not a short order cook. So you make one recipe, it fits your plan, you can reach your goals and your family can enjoy it and sit down and have dinner together all at the same time, all eating the same thing. And a lot of times, you know, your your spouse, your kids or whoever is now eating more healthy foods just as a byproduct of the recipe. So I would say that's definitely huge. The first thing that popped into my mind when you asked what's one of the main struggles that women come to you with is I would say chronic undereating, chronic dieting, and really feeling like they're just spinning their wheels. They're cardio queens. They go to the gym hours uh, you know, of the day, day in and day out. They're undereating. They're not fooling their bodies. And then when they when we teach them and we, they realize that, oh, they can't eat more. They don't have to spin their wheels and, and do that much cardio every day, all day. And they're going to get the results they want. They feel like a weight lifted off their shoulders and they can get a, their life back. So we're rather saying, yeah, and, and align with that, the dependency on the scale. That's a big, big one and helping women and educating them. Because at the end of the day, we are, we realize that the only way for us to truly be successful is to educate people on how to do this on their own. Because, you know, we don't train celebrities, although we'll, we will take any celebrities, but we don't train celebrities. So nobody's hiring us forever. So we know that if we need we need to teach people how to do this on their own and educate them so that they're not spinning their wheels and they're not looking at the scale as a basis of the results. Because the scale, you're listening to this and you are weighing yourself on a regular basis. Remember, the scale is just everything in your body added together. That includes your hair, your skin, your muscles, your bones, your tendons, your ligaments. 
And so most people look at the scale as if it doesn't go down or it goes up and must have gained fat and that's not the case. So it's fun helping women who all of a sudden say to you, you, I don't care what the number says. I'm smaller than I've ever been. It's tighter than I've ever been. And that's when they realize scale means nothing. Yes. 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 That damn scale. No. We're going to change that, right? We're going to change that. What do you think are some of the mental roadblocks that women run into when the revolving around nutrition and dieting things? I know a lot of times, like, I loved in your bio that you guys were talking about that you want to change the way that even your kids look at food and the way that they feed their bodies and the way they look at fitness and things. And that is something that is so incredibly important to me. I remember like growing up watching my mom like morsels of something and like drink a can of Pepsi. And that was like her day thing. And she was like this big. And I was like, I can't live on that. So then I get this in my head that I'm like, well, this is just the way that I am. Like everybody in my family is like this, which we all know that's not true either. Those are decisions that you make on a daily basis, not just your your cross to bear type of thing. So what do you think are some of those mental blocks that you hear the most of with women and give us some advice to kind of get over some of those things, maybe some things that you work with in your coaching part of the business? Well, the biggest thing is restriction. It is the number one thing is that when most women think I'm going to lose weight, they immediately take out all the foods they love and all the things that they love. And when you live a life of restriction and that food is introduced back into your life, usually then into the overconsumption. And that's where the yo-yo cycle happens because I'm going to use keto as a great example. We do not demean any diet out there. Keto works great for losing body fat. Only though, if you could do it for the rest of your life. But most people don't want to give up bread forever. So it's not, so what we tell them is then it's not the plan for you. And then they're shocked. We meet, I can eat bread and still lose weight. Yes, you can. So that is the biggest thing is when people come to us is helping them realize you can have cookies, you can have a beer, you can eat the things that you love and we make sure they do. Because what we find is when people eventually do start recognizing that they can fit that in and continue to get results, the notion to want to overeat it starts to dissipate. I just recently had just a thought conversation with myself in my head that the minute I stopped, and I, I also, we don't love the word diet because it has a negative connotation, even though truly the definition of a diet is just what you eat, right? It's just your nutrition. But just because it's a familiar word, I was thinking to myself that as soon as I stopped dieting, it actually became easier to diet. <laughs> so as soon as I realized, maybe today I'm going to say no to the cookie, but I don't have to say no tomorrow. So I didn't feel like, like Jackie said, the need to overconsume the cookies today if I might never get them again. So as soon as you can change that mentality of that restriction, and you let yourself be free of any guilt. There's no food guilt. All foods are are allowed on our plan. We just teach you how to fit that wine, all of it. wine, chocolate, and coffee, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, if you could give one piece of advice to women entrepreneurs that are maybe looking to get into the health and fitness business, what piece of advice would you give them? Fail as much as you can. And never stop. Like you, the more failures you have, the closer you are to success. 
yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, just do it. I mean, just do it. And it's scary. You may not feel like you're qualified. You may not feel like you know enough, but you never will be qualified and you never will know enough if you don't just start doing and align yourself with people that have done it and learn from them and follow in their footsteps. And eventually, like I said, we've, we've been in business together with several other businesses. We've each done our own separate businesses in the past, held several different jobs and positions, and we just kept doing different things until we found and we said so many times to each other, this just feels like everything has culminated to this is what we're meant to be doing now. But we would have never gotten here if we wouldn't have tried those hundreds of other things that we tried and not to say we necessarily failed, but this is this is where we're meant to be. So just just do it and don't be afraid to fail. Beautiful advice because most of the time the holdup is fear of failure. So it's, you know, they don't start because they're afraid that they're gonna fail. Really, you know. Stack those failures up as fast as you can. It's not if, it's when. <laughs> if you've been in business for any period of time, that will be part of your journey. And it does just really make you stronger because what is making you strong when you're winning all the time? You really can't celebrate all those wins without a lot of those failures because they're just not as sweet. You don't understand the difference. So that is great advice. So together, where do you guys see Fit Foodie Chicks being five years from now? Like, what are your big goals? Is there something that you're planning, something that you'd love to do with it? Let us know. Well, yeah, we definitely, we're on a growth pattern right now that's really healthy. So we plan on bringing on more coaches to help us because we have an abundance of people that already coached and there's only two of us. So we hired our first employee, but Long term, like in five years, would be ideal. We and we already talk about this constantly. We envision what our office would look like, and it'd be a non traditional office for us, but it'd have a kitchen in it. So we'd have an actual test kitchen, you know, where the food, the food, and Krista would have assistants to help her with that, you know, because she'd do all of the recipes, all of the cooking on her own. And so, and then having, you know, a social media manager would be like a dream. <laughs> and how do we need someone helping us with, with that part of it? I mean, he loved create, we're creators. We love creating content and you love coaching and helping people, but we're only two people. So bringing on a team and then creating a team environment that is as strong as we are in, in our hearts. You know, we, we, I like to think of them as intrapreneurs and I can't say I made that up. I learned that from, we have business coaches and an entrepreneur is someone who's very self-motivating, takes ownership of their work. And they're rewarded for it as well. And that's the type of people that we want to attract to us as well that we want to align ourselves. That is seek those right off the start. That would be my piece of business advice for you because those those people are completely different team members for you. And that will make all the difference in your business. I love that insight. Thank you for throwing that out. That was awesome. So if people want to connect with you, where's the best place for them to find you? There's several places. Social, we, I mean, we live on social media. So we're on Instagram at fit.foodie.chicks. And then Facebook, it's just fitfoodiechicks. And our website is fitfoodiechicks.com. So pretty, pretty straightforward. Standard cut to our Google Fit Foodie Chicks. I'm sure you'll find us on one of those. But you can message us. We share custody of the social media right now. It is just the two of us. So if you message any of our social media platforms, you'll be talking to one of us directly. And yeah, we're happy to answer any questions. And That's awesome. That is so awesome, too, that you guys invite that because I think that is kind of one of the biggest hurdles, too, personally speaking, of like asking for help 
with this area of their life because a lot of times it's like, I'll figure it out myself or I'll try to go about this myself. And sometimes like if you haven't had a coach, ladies, there is nothing like having a good coach and someone that's already been through the struggles and the shit that can help you get through that stuff faster or avoid some of the quicksand that some of us have already been through. So definitely reach out to Jackie and Kristen. I think this is a really awesome business. So happy that you guys accepted coming here on the podcast. I knew that you'd have a lot of good conversation as far as like people that want to get into this. And I think it is something that every woman at some point in their life really does have a struggle with either what their body looks like or their perception of themselves, nutrition. Um, As a mom, I know often I've been like, I feel guilty if I just feed my kids grilled cheese sandwiches at night, you know, sometimes when you've had a crappy day or something like that. But really being able to learn and have great resources that you guys are basically giving away to people because it's so reasonably priced that this is a huge step for you to be able to take in the right direction of providing great nutrition and a great role model system for your kids that you're cooking for and that you're eating for. And I think as moms, sometimes we forget that our kids watch much more of what we do than what we say. And especially if you've got daughters too, because they are really paying attention to all of that. I I hear my 13 year old talk about things that the kids are talking about in high school. And it just makes my skin crawl because at that age, you know, you, you, the things that they're worried about is things that we can help them overcome when we really focus on ourselves and loving ourselves and making sure that we provide great information for them. And they're not learning everything off of TikTok and the greatest, biggest fans for that. So we're going to turn them on. Are you guys on TikTok? No. We, there's three social media platforms. That's the thing. We need a dedicated social media manager. And that will be something that we can do in the near future. We are on Pinterest, though. We are on Pinterest, yeah. We have a lot of free recipes. Yes, Pinterest would be excellent for you guys, too, with all of the free recipes. I was just telling my daughter before we got on this, I'm like, God, I hate these food blogs. They have so many advertisements on here because I live off of Pinterest for recipes. So that would be an awesome place to be able to spread the word too. So last question in closing that I ask all of my guests because I'm fascinated with the way that people relate to this phrase. And I'm actually writing a book about the everyday woman's interpretation of what the phrase ladies kicking ass means to them in their own life. Because I think it's different for everyone. And in over 50 questions, no one has ever answered this the same. So I would love for each one of you to answer the question, what does the phrase ladies kicking ass mean to you? Before I answer that, can I mention one thing about recipes that I wanted to make sure that you know about? And then, of course, anyone else listening to this is that we we try to give away as much content as possible to help people. We want to help as many as we can. It's hard to do that on a one-on-one for free because it's one-on-one. It takes a lot of time. But if you are looking for free recipes that are easy and there are no ads, <laughs> we put them on our website. So on our website, if you just click on free recipes, it is just a scroll. Also on our Instagram and Facebook, we are at least once a week putting up a free recipe, how to make it easy recipe. So we try to make it as accessible as possible. And we have customers all over the world because of that. The Netherlands, Scotland, Scotland, and it's, yeah. So, and so just know that if you're listening in and you're looking for just ideas and you don't want to see ads, we got you. 
But to answer your question, I because I went to your podcast and I knew you were going to ask this and I knew right away what I was going to answer. So I am always inspired by women that no matter what obstacle gets put in their way, they overcome it and keep going. And I have seen women overcome some incredible obstacles where I thought maybe I would have quit and I will continue to be inspired by them and it makes me want to keep going. Kristen's one of them. You know, she's one of those people where I just, just surround yourself with people who look at obstacles as how do I overcome this? What's the solution? And how do we keep going? That's a lady kicking And I would say that for me, it's women that look at other women and instead of being intimidated, they're inspired. So I think it's very common and easy for us, especially as women, to compare ourselves to others and look at people and go, I could never do that. And instead of that mindset, they think, well, if she can do that, I can do that. So for me personally, and I think for, for most women, as soon as you could change that mindset of we're all the same, we all have obstacles, we all have families, we all have struggles, we all are the same. And so there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about Jackie. I mean, there is. We're, we're special. But <laughs> but my point is, don't be intimidated by other women kicking ass. Just be inspired and, and kick your kick ass yourself. Like, and bad. Yes. Inspiration instead of intimidation. If somebody is higher or further along than where you are and it's something you aspire to be, let that be an example that you could do that too. So I love that so much. Hey, cheer them on. Cheer, cheer them on. I think that one of the biggest things is the comparison. They say that's a thief of joy. And it truly is in all essences of like business, you know, whatever your goals are, fitness related, etc. Yes. We need more women to cheer each other on. I think that in itself changes a big part of the way that the world is right now. So Thank you for being women that are like that. And thank you for being part of Ladies Kicking Ass and for sharing your story with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. And if you guys want to connect with Kristen or with Jackie or Fit Foodie Chicks, everything will be linked in the show notes. So you're more than welcome to jump on there and follow their Instagram, shoot them a message. Again, it is them that's live. You want to take advantage of that while you still have them before they get this awesome social media person that we're going to manifest for them before the end of the year. And then be sure to check out the recipes. I'm going to get on there and look at that and just say, screw the blogs. So thank you for doing that for us. Thanks for being part of the Ladies Kicking Ass community. Cheers to all you badass women out there. Keep rocking your power, igniting your fire, and making waves in the service industry. If you loved today's episode, please do me a quick favor. Take a screenshot, post it, and tag us at Ladies Kicking Ass. Be sure to include the link to your favorite episode. Your support in spreading the word means the world to us as we aim to empower even more women. Hit that subscribe button to stay tuned for more kick-ass episodes. And don't forget, a five-star review is the ultimate high five. Connect with us on social media. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you for being part of our tribe. Now go kick some serious ass, lady.